Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone. For drivers who want to get the most out of their cars, it's Bridgestone or nothing. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. This is AutoLine Daily for August 22, 2011, and here is what's going on in the world of the automobile. Ford and Toyota announced this morning they plan to join forces. The two companies signed a memorandum of understanding to collaborate on co-developing hybrid systems for rear-drive pickup trucks and SUVs. The idea is to share the costs in developing these hybrids, and the two companies are also going to collaborate on telematic platforms to potentially standardize their Bluetooth, Wi-Fi, and security protocols, and to work on issues of driver distraction. Toyota and Ford still have to complete the details of how they're going to work together, so we'll see how far this goes, because remember, several years ago, Toyota and GM made a big announcement on collaborating on future technology, especially fuel cells, and nothing ever came of it. Ricardo, the well-known powertrain development consultancy, announced this morning that it has come up with a breakthrough in flywheel technology to make hybrid cars. Flywheels store energy as kinetic power, in this case, a flywheel that spins at 60,000 RPM sealed in a vacuum. Ricardo has come up with a way of sealing the vacuum unit permanently and magnetically coupling the flywheel to a transmission resulting in a smaller, lighter unit that does not need maintenance. Flywheels potentially offer a way of making hybrid vehicles that do not use batteries. Wards says it expects sales to slow in the U.S. market in August and has lowered its forecast for the year. However, its forecast is still higher than many other forecasting firms. Wards says sales for the year should come in at 12.8 or 12.9 million units, down from the 13 million it had predicted earlier. It also expects GM, Ford, and Chrysler to post stronger sales compared to August of last year. The Dodge Dakota is going to get the axe. Production is scheduled to end tomorrow. The Dakota was never really a big hit and last year only sold 13,000. Earlier this year, Sergio Marchionne hinted that the company plans to replace it with a unit body lifestyle vehicle instead of body on frame. Think of something that hauls motorcycles and snowmobiles, not heavy loads. And you know, the idea is nothing new. Honda does it with the Ridgeline. Volkswagen used to offer a rabbit-based truck, and even Chrysler sold models built off the Dodge Omni and Plymouth Horizon, known as the Dodge Rampage and the Plymouth Scam. Kia's updated Sedona minivan has been delayed to 2013, or maybe a little bit sooner. Wards reports designers are still evaluating the styling of the KV7 concept that debuted at the Detroit Auto Show this January. They think it might be too polarizing for buyers, and besides, the current Sedona, which dates back to 2006, is still selling well. In other Kia news, the latest version of the company's large sedan, the Cadenza slash K7 slash Avanti, depending on where you live, is not scheduled to come to America, at least not yet. This probably has something to do with the rear drive concept it's showing next month in Frankfurt. 
Cadillac unveiled the stunning Ciel at the Pebble Beach Concourse last week, but before a stunner like that shows up in the showrooms, it still has some important work to do on its existing products, as Andrew Justice is about to report. I'm Andrew Justice in Southern California wine country where Cadillac is ready to pop the cork on a new product. That story coming right up. I got this one, old man. For drivers who want to get the most out of their cars, it's Bridgestone or nothing. GM's resurrection of Cadillac is moving right along. The brand is firing on all cylinders right now, and it dreams of bigger opportunities. With the latest on one of its most popular products, here's AutoLine Daily correspondent Andrew Justice. Cadillac launched the SRX in the midst of GM's financial woes a few years ago. But today, with sales steadily climbing, GM's top luxury brand is ready to take on segment leaders, this year armed with a new engine package. For 2012 model year, we significantly uh, upgraded and, and modified our 3.6 liter V6. And um, we had several primary objectives. Number one is uh, we wanted to improve for the SRX the performance um, and, the, and the drivability of, of the vehicle. Um, we also sought to uh, achieve the same mass as the engine that we replaced. And that's why Cadillac turned its engineers loose on upgrading the chassis, rear shocks, as well as refining the calibration of their top-level computer-controlled suspension. But the new engine is still the big story, with its direct injection technology, great fuel efficiency, and added muscle. The horsepower that we uh, achieved was 308 horsepower. It's a 16% increase over the engine that it replaces. Um, and then our torque, uh, we actually increased the torque at the low end by 30%. Um, and we have a nice broad torque curve. Confident in their top flight vehicles like the SRX, Cadillac is looking to once again establish itself as a leader in the luxury car market. From a marketing and advertising standpoint, positioning Cadillac as the new standard of the world by using what we call red-blooded luxury. Passionate, bold, daring, dynamic, everything that a Cadillac should be. To take that challenge to the big boys in the luxury market, the 2012 SRX is just another step in that process. With the XTS, its new large sedan, coming next spring, and the smaller ATS not far behind, that's when Cadillac will be better prepared to make its overall sales move. From Santa Barbara, California, for AutoLine Daily, I'm Andrew Justice. Thanks for that report, Andrew. And that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching. We will see you tomorrow.